For more of the gooey goodness that you love from Spelt Lore, come on down to speltlore.com slash money, please, where we'll redirect you to the Patreon and then donate there for the more of the thing that you like. Did you say gooey? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not bad. (laughs) That breath was worse than anything else you said, actually. Gather round, friends, let me tell you a tale of three heroes, noble and bold. A brute, a druid, and a thief who is but nine years old. You know them by name, you know them by deed, their quests are famously daring. So here I sit, singing to you an adventure that is worth sharing. Tuck is the brute, he knows not his home, he loves to sing and fight. Fingers half-elf, he shifts his shape and wields his spear with great pride. Billy's a thief, his tiny size does mask the largest heart. Best and brightest, they may not be, but their friendship outweighs their smarts. So gather round, friends, and listen close, for the tale's about to start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spout Lore. I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me, as always, playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian, Abdul Aziz. Hello, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Hello there. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Tai. Hi, everyone. When last we left our heroes, they had discovered a smuggling operation and been beset upon by uh, young Bruno, uh, one member of such smuggling organization, seemingly uh, just kind of out of a, a, a need to belong <laughs> than, a, than a dastardly scheming nature. Uh, they flipped Bruno into working for them, took him to Maggie Cole and said, hey, there's going to be a mutiny and Bruno knows what's up and uh, also discovered the smuggling of uh, a griffin, Mm -hmm. a young half parrot, half monkey creature who has taken a shine to Billy. Yeah, has a French accent. (laughs) Has a French accent. (laughs) Seems to say, you know, parrot stuff like fruits and nuts and hello. Um, Maggie tasked the, the gang with uh, infiltrating and disrupting the mutiny, mm-hmm. which they did with extreme skill. Yeah, uh, Ving setting up the boat to be overtaken by him in at a moment's notice with some clever engineering. Mutinying the mutiny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got it. You got to mutiny the mutiny. That's yeah. how you stop a mutiny. Uh, and then Billy and Tuck sowing dissent amongst the uh the crew. Yeah. By giving them food, because that seems to be the main thing, is everyone's hungry on this boat. Welcome to history. <laughs> <laughs> giving people food is a great way to get them on your side. Uh, and then the mutiny itself went off with so many hitches. <laughs> there was a ton of hitches. Uh, Billy did a little too good of a job of sowing dissent, making everyone on the boat think everyone else was part of the mutiny. <laughs> No matter what, maybe even convincing some members of the mutineers that they were not muting the boat. Uh, and they were able to take control of the Clearwater just as the pirate stalker Blue Period pulled up alongside and released a cannon volley that the gang dealt with personally quite well. Billy uh, lost some spaghetti. Billy that lost a, a little huge loss. Well, it did hit him in the face, so he didn't lose a ton of it. He, he might have got some of that back in his mouth. Yeah. Ving called up the the spirits of wind to uh, deal with the blue period, sending it careening into one of the jagged granite cliffs of the Devil's Grin, where it has begun to sink uh, before losing control of the spirit of wind altogether and sending the clear water itself careening into the Grin, which is where we find our heroes now. We're on the deck of the ship. Every There's fucking panic on the deck. Everybody's getting up. There are people that are like knocked out. There are people that are probably dead. People have been thrown over the side. Anchors down, the sails have come down, Mm -hmm. but the wind is picking up to the point where it's just pushing the bulk of the ship itself along. It hasn't hit the end of the chain yet, but once it does, uh, Ving, you can tell this wind is pretty strong. It might start dragging the boat. So what do you do? Ving runs and jumps off the boat. (laughs) (laughs) He dives. And then then Tuck turns and goes, he's abandoning us. Everyone (laughs) abandoned ship. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he Vang. dives off the off the boat uh-huh. along the length of the chain. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm gonna try and go down to where the anchors and make sure it's in, so we just stop moving because it's being dragged. Cool. Oh, okay. 
it. <laughs> While thinking, but you just see him be like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, losers. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, man, what would this... Because it's probably pretty deep, right? So are you just pounding water trying to get down? I'm going to use an elemental form. Pretty sick. Your new move. Being jumps up in the air and as he's up arcing good into a swan into a nice beautiful swan dive all the uh, wood from all the cannon uh, shot that's against the, <laughs> the side <laughs> of the boat the wood jumps up in the air and gathers around him in this beautiful like uh wooden like it looks like you know when people make animals on the beach out of driftwood <laughs> yeah. but it's a dolphin <laughs> and they just surround him and then he dives in the water and e i really on the train I really thought you were going to make a form out of water. Yeah, that's also what I thought. <laughs> no, I'm going to make it harder for me to get down there out of wood. So buoyant. Yeah. <laughs> but Are, can you explain what elemental form is? Yeah, so elemental form is a new move that Ving took that allows him to transmute his body into a form made of the raw elements. Uh, so what we've talked about is how uh, this move isn't Ving physically transmuting his own body it's no forming bodies around him like a mech of yeah. raw elements a gundam made out of spaghetti thank you and i have to roll plus con and i get hold oh, i got five so i miss con plus my con seven. Oh, don't <laughs> just Fuck. not add your death <laughs> i stats. don't remember games <laughs> okay i so got seven so i get two hold two hold okay so i assume we're going to be using one of these hold to uh, effort, effortlessly swim to the yep, bottom of to the traverse the depths. Cool. Yeah, you sail through your. You can look through the uh, the wooden eye holes of your new new dolphin <laughs> submersible. Yeah. Uh, as you sail down the length of chain, you see uh, through the water in the distance. You see bodies sinking from into oh, the water from no. uh, the uh, oh. the blue period. Oh shit! I don't want to let anyone die. Can I go take them into my form, into my into my air form I mean, on the way down? You've only got two. Oh no, they're like in the distance. Like you'd have to swim to go get them. I'll I'll continue down to the chain. I pause, but Ving pauses and yeah. is is uh, uh, brought to a dilemma. Uh, so you yeah you carry down, uh, following the chain to the the sea floor, mm -hmm. and um, you can see as the water as the chain is being pulled by the boat, you can see the anchor kind of flipping around. It hasn't hit anything that it's like caught onto yet but it's trying i'll spend my last hold to position the anchor so that the spiky ends grab into the bottom and onto a rock hopefully. yeah so when you spend this last hold that form is going to fall away yeah and you're going to be in ving's body at the bottom of the at the seafloor great okay yeah that's so, all i can do so you use your huge wooden dolphin nose to push the anchor into a, a rock formation where the edges catch and you hear the like clung under the water as the chain snaps taut. Uh, and the anchor is secure. Great. And all of the wood starts to fall away from you and float back up to the surface. I grab the biggest chunk and float up with it. <laughs> okay. Uh, defy danger dexterity. And say to the drowning people, follow me, citizens. <laughs> defy danger dexterity to grab, to grab one in time. Okay. Nice. Nine. Okay. So you grab one. And it starts carrying you. Can, can I aid? I can aid from any distance. <sighs> yes. I saw Ving go overboard, so he's been watching the whole time, and then he sees like little bits of wood starting oh, to come yeah. up. And, and bubbles? Yeah. Or no bubbles? No bubbles. What's worse, bubbles or no bubbles? <laughs> I can't tell. So, I'll use luck of the fair folk to aid from any distance. Sweet. Uh, so Billy's just standing at the side of the boat going like, come on, come on, come on. Yeah, but he also throws a rope over. <laughs> okay. So 2d6 plus bond. Mm. Uh, six plus one, seven. Okay. Yeah. So that makes it a 10. And uh, you grab onto a piece of wood and it starts pulling you up to the surface. And you're like, oh, no, I don't know if I'm going to make it in time. And then you see the tip of a rope plop into the water and start sinking down. Yeah, weird. <laughs> and it's kind of like coming at an angle because yeah. of Billy's oh, power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, weird. I just reach up and it fall. It falls. Finds my hand right yes. in your hand. <laughs> yep. And you yeah. yanked back up to the surface. You break the water. <laughs> oh yeah, up under the boat. Mm -hmm. Cool. And you see looming above you, uh, the clear water, and you see the damage from the the cannon barrage. 
uh, for the first time, and there are some there are some chunks missing. Oh, and Billy's face is covered in blood. I think <laughs> Billy, no, what is wrong? Are you okay? I'm bits fine. Of, I start bits of meat falling <laughs> off of Billy's I'm face. pouring a bottle of wine wood. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the wind is whipping like it's it's starting to pick up pretty bad the waves are getting big the boat's getting tossed around it's like being pulled against the anchor yeah it like yeah. swings broadside basically what does the devil's grin look like yeah it's a looming like wall of jagged stone peaks the widest is probably you know like 40 feet wide and they're Ooh. like in a toll like they're freestanding yeah they, the they poke up out of the water on their own is there like fog in there or is it like... No, it's you can see all the way through. Okay. You're still kind of in McCollin waters, so okay. it's a pretty clear... Well, it was a clear day until the spirits of wind started whipping up. Are like clouds starting to form yeah. and stuff? Okay. Stars, sky's starting to turn gray. And, uh, you know, Perel runs up to you. Maggie's on deck. She runs over. Caroline is... Uh, she just strides up the stairs from below decks and sees two people fighting and just grabs them both by the scruff of the neck and picks them up. Uh-huh. And Maggie runs over and goes, what's going on? Uh, we did the mutiny. On the mutiny. Yeah. We tried to stop a mutiny by s- starting the mutiny. I remember the plan. I remember the plan. <laughs> what do we do? What's going on right now? Oh, uh, so uh, we're anchored right now. I've anchored the ship, but we're still in a lot of trouble because of this wind that's out of control. My fault. Sorry. Okay. I think best way is probably just to ride it out she looks at ving and says can you stop this wind and he's picking his nose (laughs) (laughs) he's blowing out like snot from the bottom of the ocean (laughs) what the wind can you do anything about the wind i don't know what i I mean i've never been able to stop it before because i i lose control right you have a move specifically about stopping i know eye of the storm Mm -hmm. i just didn't want to do two moves in a row for some reason yeah uh the other things that are going on is the remaining people are trying to figure out who is loyal on the ship Oh, yeah. Eggs Benedict is still in the wind. Right. Yeah. Tuck looks around for Eggs Benedict. You don't see him on deck. I look around for peanuts. Uh, you do see peanuts. Uh, is she okay? She's fighting uh, Ted right now. Uh, ah, I'm so conflicted about who I want to win this. <laughs> God, I feel like I have no skin in this game. And I'm just like, ah, fuck, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> They'll work that out. <laughs> I think Ted's going to win. <laughs> Billy, what are you talking about? He's missing teeth and he has one leg. Yeah, and he's still fighting. That <laughs> says a lot. <laughs> and I look over and it's like beautiful the way he's moving. He's twirling <laughs> around on that one leg like a top. Uh-huh. What a man. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody tries to punch him in the teeth, but he doesn't have any. So they miss. Ha <laughs> like, ha, you fell into my trap. Uh, so wait, Billy, have you seen eggs? I saw him like five minutes ago. Where was he going? He's going downstairs. Okay, yeah, let's go try and track him down. All right. Okay, while you guys are going downstairs, can I do my, quickly just try and see if I can do Eye of the Storm? Yeah, totally. Because it'll, it'll kind of set the stage for if Billy and Tuck are running below deck in a ship that's being tossed about on the sea. Yeah. yeah. So I exert my will in a circle around me. On a hit, the world calms. Seven to nine, affects only what I touch as long as I'm touching it. Mm-hmm. Eye of the Storm. Uh, it's plus con, so I got eight. Okay, so it's only what you touch as long as you're touching it. Okay. I uh, Ving puts his hands on the boat. Oh, nice. Cool. Fucking rad. Yeah. You exert that influence um, through the wood of the ship, asking the wind and the sea to calm, to protect you, to keep this, the people on this boat safe and alive. And, and the, our chain strong. And the, yeah, the... It, extends through the links of the chain down into the stone of the earth itself. Ooh. And uh, the deck stops bucking beneath your feet and the winds stop whipping. Uh, and Billy and Tuck, you're running down to the stairs and you're like, you know, getting jostled around and then you hit the actual staircase and everything stops. We look back at Ving. What does he look like? He's like Spider-Man. <laughs> 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 does not look cool. He's like crouched on a box, like, <laughs> and he's like, he g- goes to give him like two thumbs up, <laughs> and then the, <laughs> the wind whistles, puts him back down. Got to touch. Uh, great. So yeah, you guys head down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I grab the first person I see, mm-hmm. and I go, "Where's X Benedict? Who? Where is he? Who are you talking about? X Benedict, the coxswain or whatever. What was he? Coxswain. Was he oh, coxswain? B- no, b- Bozen. 
Bo Swain. <laughs> Bo's a cock Swain. <laughs> and uh, this guy's like, what are you talking about? And he's got blood running down his face. Oh, God, you're too fucking injured. And I toss him. <laughs> <laughs> I grab another person. Now I'm more injured. What? Tell me where ex Benedict is. I don't know what you're talking about. And and then I pick up Billy like a gun. <laughs> God. I point him at his face. And I say, Where's Eggs? I know he's down here. <laughs> so hard at the idea of you just grabbing the back of all of his clothes and holding him in front of you. He's the most dangerous thing I have. It's true. Uh, he's got, I don't know what you're, t- I don't know anybody. E- Ebbs? Oh, yeah. Nice. Eng- Eng- hold on. Hold on. I know this person is lying to us. So I am going to do a move. To fight injured charisma? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to just threaten him? Eight plus two oh, is ten. Fucking nice. right. Okay. Ooh, That's it. Was impressed by the gun move. <laughs> I got really close to his face and also all the sauce on my face looks so intense. <laughs> yes, it does. I look like I mean business. <laughs> you look like Freddy Krueger yeah. right now. He flinches away from Billy. He goes, oh, he's, he's, in, he's, he's trying to get a boat. He's trying to escape. Where? He's, uh, he's, he's, he is above. He's in disguise. What does he look like? He's wearing a cloak with a hood. Which side of the boat is he on? I don't know. I'm downstairs. (laughs) And I'm like, fine, dick. (laughs) Let me go. Okay, fine. I will. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's let's go up. Let's go up. And I kick this guy in the balls and run away. (laughs) Uh, And you get up uh, on the deck and yeah, there's, you know, still people tussling. And you're looking for a guy in a cloak? Yeah, should we discern realities? Yeah, discern realities is great. Okay, here we go. I'd say it's the guy by the boats. (laughs) In a cloak. (laughs) There he is. The cloak guy. Nice. Ten. Ten. Okay, so you get three questions from discern realities. What here is useful or valuable to me? You see, by the boats, a guy in a cloak. (laughs) We can. Weaky, weaky, weaky. <laughs> but he's like the boats are like lashed to the actual deck so there is somebody is trying to untie the boats and get other people to untie a boat with them and push it towards the the side of the boat uh wait here is not what it appears to be uh the cloak is actually a robe <laughs> <laughs> with a separate hood <laughs> yeah okay so you're looking at this cloaked figure moving around and you're like that there's no way that's eggs. Mm-hmm. Just not the right size. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so this seems to be something else. Okay, then what is about to happen? Uh, they are going to send that boat over the side, and eggs is going to use that distraction to truly escape. Fuck! <laughs> but Billy, you're from where Tuck is swinging you around like a lantern. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> just using Billy as inanimate objects now. <laughs> I got you, Bill. <laughs> You see uh, near the front of the ship, through the rigging that's starting to come down as the, the strain of the wind that is no longer blowing is starting to take effect, you see a figure hunched, gray hair, hat gone, jacket off, getting ready to dive over the side. <gasps> Eggs, throw me! And then I throw Billy. <laughs> okay. Uh, defy danger. Dexterity, Dexterity I guess. Okay. Yeah, because you're trying to get, to get him to a specific spot. Yeah, so I wheel up and I, I'm like, Billy. <laughs> Aim strong and true. And I'm like, I will. I love you. I love you. <laughs> this whole sequence is taking so long. Yeah. <laughs> Vings on the deck. I love you both. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Billy. Fastball Fast special. Yes. <laughs> and I whip him. It's eight. Uh, okay, I think that um, Billy, talk throws you really hard. Yeah. Uh, so hard that you're like, I'm going to hit eggs and it's going to carry me over the side with eggs. Okay. Or you can grab onto a line as you're passing by and not get thrown into the ocean, but eggs might get away. I'm going to hit eggs. I'm going to go into the ocean with him. Okay. I will face my biggest fear. <laughs> Which you're is... afraid of the ocean? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. 
<laughs> and then and also like as soon as Tuck throws Billy, you know that weird thing when you're playing with a kid and then you like accidentally hit him too hard. Oh yeah, I got <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bad babysitter move. Yeah, totally. And then Tuck throws him, and then he sees like the arc trajectory. He's like, "Fuck! Oh, oh no. no! Did you just line drive our child? <laughs> That's my kid." <laughs> and uh, Billy threw your. Uh, who can say where the wind blows vision that you're <laughs> taking part in right now? <laughs> yes. You see Eggs throwing one leg over the side and turning to like lower himself down. And, and then he, he does makes this. eye contact. His with... head cocks his side and he looks confused. Yes. <laughs> he sees you. Ball boy. Arms and legs yeah. splayed. And I land on him like a flying squirrel. Like wrap my limbs around his face. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Eggs was about to do like you know like the shitty like salute goodbye yes. yeah <laughs> and then it's just like <laughs> and you wrap around his head and he tips backwards over the boat and you hear the wind whistling in your ears as you slam into the ocean hell yeah Ving you just saw Tuck line drive Billy into a human being <clears throat> over the side of the boat yeah right. and, and then you see Tuck look around to see if anyone saw him do it <laughs> Ving just t- takes two fingers off the deck and points at his eyes and points at Tuck's eyes and then runs and jumps outside the boat. Okay, so the second you take your hands off the boat, the deck starts to pitch underneath you. Yeah. Everybody claps their hands over their ears because while you've been calming the storm around the boat, the winds have been picking up even more. The sky has grown darker. The winds have gotten stronger and now it's like a deafening squall. I'd like to use fight with honor. Uh, Yeah, sure. Nice. So I got uh, nine... So we get two chi. Two. Uh, and who are you fighting in this regard? I just want to cross the distance between myself and a foe, which is eggs, uh, by passing all obstacles. Okay, so you're fighting eggs. Like, I just want to... Because, like, otherwise, it's kind of triggering the move just to get the points as opposed to, like, being in a narratively appropriate situation. I was just going to drown him. <laughs> I actually... Oh, fuck. Just wanted to make sure he didn't have anything important, and then I was going to kill him. Oh, my God. <laughs> This is this is the mood. I think oh, no. maybe that's why one of us would follow you to make sure you didn't mercilessly kill somebody. He uh just like caused the death of so many. That's true. Yeah. That is true. This is a thought experiment. <laughs> wow. Um uh yeah, as you were <laughs> flying towards him, Billy's face went from like baseball face to like evil little Bilbo <laughs> face. Yeah, so that you've got your hold, you're like, I'm gonna come get you. And you dive off the side of the boat. I, okay. I just sprint, yeah. and I like the I like the image of every step because he's, he's running faster and faster, and every step, like in between his feet being on the thing, is like woof, mm-hmm. whoosh, oh, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. That's so That's cool. Sprint, sick. Sprint. And then as he jumps, the, the wind's like mm-hmm. jumps overboard and dives and tries to grab a rope, brings a rope with him, and swings down the side of the boat to try and grab. Um, Billy be like Billy and just offer in hand. Cool. So yeah, this will be defy danger dexterity. dexterity. The rope swing thing. Nice. Seven. Cool. The boat is starting to like yank against the chain and you're not sure how much longer that'll that'll hold out. Actually tuck on the deck as you see Vinko over the side with this rope, you see the like mechanism that holds the the anchor and the chain start to like crack crack. crack oh yeah, crack. that giant pinwheel or whatever. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> Uh, and Billy, you're underwater. Eggs is like grabbing at you like you're a, a squirrel that is on his face trying to get you off uh, of his face, get, trying to get you off of his head. Uh, what are you doing? Um, so I want to use lightning in a bottle to figure out what his plan is. Uh, lightning in a bottle. You can make the immaterial material and use it as you will. You can capture a memory, specifically I said a memory. <laughs> And show it to someone else, use sunlight to brighten a cavern, or bring a bottle of joy to one in need, as examples. Uh, You roll plus dexterity. And on a 10 plus, you capture a small amount and may hold it indefinitely. On a 7 to 9, you still capture it, but you have to use it as soon as possible or it will dissipate. Um, Yeah, so I think here's kind of the stakes. If you're going to get this memory out of him, he's probably going to die. Whoa, what? That's fine. Like, oh, whoa! <laughs> oh, my God. I'm willing to make the sacrifice, because he also, uh, he did all this. I guess, yeah. He literally, like, he was a mutineer. He literally would have killed you without a second thought. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> this is a fair kill, everybody. <laughs> we all agree this is a fair kill. You can't make me agree to that. 
All right, 2d6 plus dexterity. 10. Oof. So I succeed. Shit. Cool. Oh my so God. you capture a small amount of Eggs Benedict's memory and may hold it indefinitely. Okay. So what does this memory look like as you pull it out? You know what? Okay, so I've, like, because I'm still wrapped around his head and I'm just, like, holding him under the ocean and my hand's over his, his mouth. And uh, as, like, his memory comes out, I'm pulling out what is kind of like a, this, like, seaweed out of his mouth. Oh. And I'm wrapping it around my hand. Fuck. Fucking cool. So gross and cool. <laughs> and you feel eggs, like, struggling against you as you're yanking this weed out of his mouth. Mm-hmm. And it comes loose, and you got this bundle of memories in your hand, and he goes limp. Shit. Yeah. I feel bad, but I knew he would have done the same. Yeah. And you, you do you just, like, kick back up to the surface? Yeah. Yeah. And you see Ving a few, like, <laughs> meters away with his hand out, like, Billy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hi. Grab me. <laughs> <laughs> We're even, motherfucker. <laughs> I get you. And uh, and Ving Hall. Good thing you float. <laughs> yeah, very. He comes great. up like, Bloom. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like a propane tank from the bottom of the ocean. Uh-huh. And uh, and Ving hauls Billy back up onto the deck of the boat. And uh, it's the same thing. Like as your hand is like touching the boat and coming off as you're climbing back up, it's like bucking as the waves calm and fight. And it looks like things, at least on this ship, have started to calm down a little bit. Like people that were fighting are done. Some people have jumped overboard and are trying to swim away, but uh, things have, are getting under control. Maggie and her loyalists have calmed things significantly. Sweet. And you still hear the like crack, crack, boom as the blue period sinks. Oh shit! In the devil's grin, and on the blue period, you see some people did get into boats, but they're not trying to come aboard. They're they're like rowing their escape boats basically further into the devil's grin Whoa. to get away from you. Wow. Um, and Maggie and Caroline have gathered up, let's say, four mutineers that stuck around and weren't, like, killed or escaped. Which one? There is a kind of chunky guy, like, in his 50s. There's, like, a dwarf kid who's probably, like, in the equivalent of his late teens. Mm-hmm. There's a pretty athletic-looking... uh human woman probably in her 20s and uh there's an orc okay yeah is peanuts still on peanuts uh yeah peanuts is still alive but peanuts is i guess like changed mind oh when things got bad and is just like this is not this was not worth it okay i think that maggie would still tire up yeah Yeah, definitely changing your mind (laughs) (laughs) peanuts was there was a while where she was like look i I, hey i changed my mind but i don't want a part of this anymore (laughs) where Uh, she was she was standing next to maggie being like yeah you all get it (laughs) Get all these people who are who are mutineers, these fucks. Hey, you're one of us. No, no, no. I changed my mind. <laughs> and she's been extra tied up. She's like wrapped like head to toe. Yeah. Uh, and they have been dealt with. And Maggie is now just talking about like repairs. Like repairs are going to have to be made to the ship. Uh-huh. And she's trying to figure out sort of the next uh, port of call. How are you planning on escaping? What was your plan, mutineers? We we were just told this is uh the dwarf kid who's got a way deeper voice than you thought he would. We were just told we'd get paid. That's it. I Tuck goes to Peanuts and he's like, "Hey Peanuts, you were one of the higher ups. What do you know?" What I all I know is that Eggs approached us and said, "Hey, you want to make some fucking money?" And I said, "Yeah." And uh, they said that they were going to take the ship. We were going to kill the kill the crew that needed killing. Get rid of the. And she kind of nods towards Maggie and Caroline. And you know, should be ours. Yeah. That all tracks. Another <laughs> mystery solved by the boy adventureman. <laughs> and Tuck like dusts off his hands. Right opens a journal called Pirates Be Pirates and <laughs> writes the end. So sometime later, uh, people are just cleaning up basically. The storm is starting to abate. You've got probably a couple more hours before things are safe to sail. People are trying to figure out what the fuck Ving did to the boat <laughs> and are like resetting sails and shit. He's got his hands on. No, 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 no. On the stern bow side, starboard under, under, under keel, under the keel. <laughs> Ving doesn't it. know any of the boat terms, so he's just no, using them randomly. He knows all of the boat terms, but not what they apply to. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys are in, in Maggie's captain's quarters. Uh, and she's just like kicking back in her chair, like, whew, 
So that was something else. Thanks for uh, thanks for heading all that up. I appreciate you all doing what you could to kind of keep things under control. I specifically lost control. Yeah, but then you got control again, you know. and it was you know more than I could have done certainly. So uh, so what'd you learn? Um, well, I got I got this memory from uh, eggs. Uh, I take out the seaweed that I've been holding in my hand. And we've never seen this before. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Sorry, you you have what? A memory? Yeah, I was able to pull a memory out of him before he died. I just wanted to know what he was up to. And Perel walks up to Billy and like kneels down and is like, what? Wow. And he holds his hands out. Mm-hmm. Can, can I? Yeah. And he takes it into his hand and he like rubs it between his fingers and smells it and like puts his tongue out and licks it a little bit. That came out of his mouth. (laughs) Spits onto the ground. What do I do with it? You read it. Here, I'll show you. Uh, And the seaweed is like kind of like Braille in a way. Oh, cool. Like you follow the ridges of the seaweed and like... I don't know. Like it just makes sense to Billy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sick. Like the rune, like his rune. Yeah, that's cool. Right, the fairy language that like communicates full ideas. Mm-hmm. Cool. So is it fairy language? Yeah, actually, it is. That's wicked. That's so, so cool. sick. Uh, so Billy, mm-hmm. you what you learn is um, very simply, eggs was contacted by uh. You know, some organized crime. You see somebody that looks a whole lot like Fabio the Centaur. Oh, Fabio! <laughs> I keep reading. <laughs> yeah, you, you like in your mind's eye, you see him like ha- like pointing at a box and pointing at eggs and going like, "Put it on the boat." And eggs going, "I will." <laughs> and and like basically, they were gonna take the box with the uh, Griffin and the box with the Forger's gold to a town further up the coast and they were going to sell it. But um, Fabio also arranged for some pirates to take control of the boat, which they were then going to sell as well. Wow. Okay. So it started pretty low stakes, but then it got pretty high stakes. It looks like they were going to take the fake gold and the Griffin up to the nearest town to sell, but they were also going to take over the clear water to sell that as well. So it's probably good that he's not with us anymore. (laughs) Right guys. Right. I did the right thing, right? (laughs) Yeah, Billy, it was a life or death situation. You guys were like fighting underwater. Yeah. The water killed him, Billy. Not you, right? Yeah. It wasn't like you had the choice to let him not drown or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Caroline uh, uh. Caroline like <laughs> kicks you, kind of nudges you with the toe of her boot from mm-hmm. behind where she's standing. They would have killed you. Yeah, probably. No, you can't like I've I've dealt with pirates before. There, you know, there are some pirates that are like freedom and liberty pirates and then there are pirates that are like killing killing plunder pirates and those were killing plunder pirates okay i had to let some die too billy i'm sorry uh and billy actually so when you're thinking about like where they were going to sell the boat Mm -hmm. um you actually see in your mind's eye a place Mm -hmm. and it's not it doesn't feel like it's that close um so it probably it wasn't like a nearest town up the coast thing it's like a snowy collection of small islands that are covered in wooden buildings that seem to be built out of like the hulls of ships and other pieces of wreckage oh cool and and it looks like eggs eggs is feelings about this place he fucking loves it is that like a pirate port like a tortuga Billy could probably yeah. spell lore, or he could, yeah. if, he, if he, somebody else could, if Billy wants to talk about it. But. Yeah, so I, I tell you guys what I see about this town. Does anyone want to spell lore? Maybe Ving? Can you, do you know anything? Yeah, like that? well, I'd like to use that as sounding board. Might as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, re- I just took the, the move, Fount of Knowledge. So if I spell lore about something nobody knows about, mm-hmm. I take a plus one forward. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. And then if, if Ving helps me, he can use the sounding board move, uh, and I can take a plus two. Three. Yeah, three because it's that's a plus two, so I get a plus three on this. Mm-hmm. So, does anybody know about the snowy town? Snowy town, anybody? No, nobody does. Anybody, you guys? Nope, Caroline, never heard of it. Do you know? Have you heard of a snowy pirate town? Uh, I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
Yeah, she she shrugs. Mm-hmm. All right, it's about lore. But Snowy, oh, Pirate Town. That's a five. It counts. Two, seven. Whoa. My, pl- minus one is six. Plus three is nine. And Wait, that- what? Hold on. All aid. Hold on. What? <laughs> Can you do that math for me again? Yeah. Okay. Here is the math. <laughs> Five plus two is seven. Plus the one from nobody knowing is is eight. Plus the two from Ving is ten. Minus one because I'm extra dumb, and that gives us nine. Now, Billy, I'm gonna need an eight. I aid. Wait. Hold on. No, no, no. Stop for a second. Stop for a second. No, 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 no. Just keep saying numbers at him. He won't be able to defend himself. My brain. My brain's filling up with oatmeal. (laughs) (laughs) The plus two Ving has to aid for you to get that. That's an aid. Okay. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I I was was just doing beads. I should have known that. (laughs) I was like, wait, there's no way I allowed this. So yeah, Vang has to aid first <laughs> for you to get that plus two. I aid. Okay, so it's a seven nine. Something interesting, but not useful. We, this that took most, us a long time to get that. It's the most complicated math we've ever done. <laughs> God, I'm tired now. I have a master's degree <laughs> in math. This is the most complicated math I've ever done. <laughs> Fuck you, Hazimoto's transform. Change your equations. You can eat my shit. Yes. Yeah, suck, this- suck yourself off, Optimus Prime. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, Tuck, you have you recall um, there was a band that you met one time in your youth that were on tour. Bones uh, of Winter. Bones of Winter. Cool. Good job. Yeah, that was great. Uh, and they were, um, yeah, real rough. And they claimed to be uh, like resurrected by a necromancer. That was their oh, thing. I don't I know if they that. actually were, but yeah. I touched one of them and they were pretty cold. Uh-huh. We were outside, but they were pretty cool. <laughs> Somebody uh, just like blew you off. <laughs> He's pretty cool. <laughs> he was a cold guy. Um, and they mentioned that they were from a place uh, that was like a small collection of like stony islands out in the middle of the cold Arctic Sea. Uh, I don't have, I know what the place, like I have an idea of the place, but Tell- I, don't, I haven't settled on a name. I was, yeah, I was thinking like the Hoarfrost Islands. Ooh, Ooh. We love saying that those two words. <laughs> yeah. That was my fear is yes. that I like the word horfrost, but I don't want you guys to be yeah. fucking a dinks about yeah. it. No, yeah. No, yeah. I do like what you suggested. Why not Forfrost? Forfrost Islands. Forfrost Islands. Yeah. That's pretty good. Because they were the first islands that would get the frost in the winter. <sighs> and yeah, they're the fur the fur- furthest south in the north. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they're not in kind of either kingdom's domain. They're mm-hmm. right on the border, which is why it's kind of like a like no rules lawless zone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's just outside that like wall of fog, like so they don't have to worry about. Um, yeah, I like that weird marauding things mm-hmm. in the fog. But do they trade with the people that are past the fog? Maybe yeah, Some say they do. Oh, so fucking cool! Oh, the so town like- is made from the wrecks of people from the fog. Yeah, that makes so much sense. So it's all long ships, like with like weirdly strong wood. No, like it's the ships that they attack. Oh, oh man, it's like a huge collection of different kinds of. Sick. Yeah. But then also like the ships that would float up. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. wash up on shore. So they're scavengers too. Huh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And it is kind of a like their market's probably fucking crazy. The shit that you can get there. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So they're called the Four Frost Islands. Maggie, we gotta go to these islands. They're the fucking <laughs> coolest things I've ever heard of, and I never got a chance to go. And if we don't, I'm gonna be so fucking mad. At you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it probably shouldn't be stop one, considering it's like a pirate pirate haven right but also uh, this ship can't be sailed as is we're gonna need parts and they have parts in spades we need to go there to get the ship working again and you've always talked about how the best way to face your problems is head on you said that like the last four episodes in a row and today our problems are pirates yeah all right okay four frost islands it is 
Spear made it. 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 Spear We fade out. Bruno runs around the corner. He's like, Are you guys chanting? What's going on? Am I still cool, by the way? Yeah, Bruno, you're all I was kind of a part of the thing, but not really. You all know that. Okay, anyways, and then he tries to tackle Tuck. <laughs> no, no. That's what's happening during the fade out. <laughs> Tuck is punching Bruno. Okay, so then we do a quick, we do a montage of people making temporary repairs on the clear water, yeah. getting the sail in, in a good spot so it can like move. It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be fast, but the ship's not going to sink. Tuck grabs that like pinwheel thing for the anchor and he like, pulls it down really hard mm-hmm. to like get it back in position so they can pull the anchor back wow. up. Yeah. Yeah, the thing's broken like it doesn't wind the anchor up so Tuck's just over the side like, <laughs> like hauling it up hand over hand. Nice. Yeah. And he pulls it all the way up and Ving's been sitting on the bottom the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and Perel looks over the side of the boat at the wreck of the blue period and goes, "Should we plunder any of that?" <laughs> I mean, there might have stuff. Yeah. Let's do it before we leave. I think that's my vote. What do you think? Sure. I mean, I'm down for whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Billy loves a good plunder. Yeah. This can also be part of the montage, too. You know what I mean? Like, we don't have to do a whole roll. We don't have to do a treasure roll? Treasure roll. Treasure roll. Treasure roll. Treasure roll. They're pirates. Let me see if I can find, like, a ship loot. Oh, man. I hope I have. We get another fanny pack. (laughs) (laughs) That was where we got it from the last time. It was that treasure worm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, what if it fucking, the fanny pack, what if it blew up on shore on the four frost islands? Oh, and then it, might, we it might, it might. Or maybe these pirates have it. Sean, <laughs> my life is horrible. Let me have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about, I, uh, how about I suggest something? Jessica, you have yeah. to roll a d20, and if you get 19 or above, <laughs> we get the fanny pack back. No. <laughs> Yes. Six. We did it. <laughs> we did it. Should I roll again? Yeah. Um, <laughs> three. It's not. It's going down. Don't look. No, no, no. We're adding them up. Nine, look. 12, <laughs> 11. That's it. Hold on. Can, okay. I, bad roll. can I just, can I stop you for a second? I did it. Where was it? 19. Okay. Okay. Can I stop you for a second? Yeah. You can try. You guys are going to a crazy pirate market. Who knows what's going to be there? Yeah. Let's leave some mystery. <laughs> totally. And let us uh, plunder the blue period to get fun stuff to trade. Yeah. I like totally. it. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So each of you roll a d20. Oh my God. There's your d20. D20. We get to roll our d20s finally. Roll each of our own. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. 17. Uh, Eight. I got eight too. So I want the eight there. Okay. Well, <laughs> just one of you roll again. <laughs> what uh, is it? Seventeen is a weapon. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a saber, like an actual like fencing saber. Oh, so it's, it's long. It's uh pretty well made. Nothing fancy, but it looks like it's of solid quality. Oh my god. Shing. I put it on my robe. I feel like one of the musketeers. <laughs> <laughs> What are the musketeers? They're muskrat tears. There's these, <laughs> this is like little rugrats who are actual rats that Ving used to know back who lived by the docks in his hometown. And Jeez. he called them the three musketeers. Beautiful. Muskrat tears. So what was the eight? Eight is an old book. Oh. Okay. Do you want that or should I take it? <laughs> I can take it. I'll take that book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. It's, a, it's a love and lust. <laughs> I like that Billy. There are other books in the world. Okay, it's a Gulf Digest. I'm, I'm begging you to make it a different. Yeah, I was thinking book. of like something like thick and cool, but whatever. Love and Lust is great too. Uh, it, um, what about a book of like old shanties? Oh, I love that. Nice. Yeah, I'll take mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Okay, study it. Oh man, he could bring that to the rock world. Yeah, start incorporating old shanties into mm. heavy metal. Piece of shit. Jessica's rolled it's so many literally times. it kept going to 17 which was Paul's that's my weapon 19 broken broken compass oh okay. cool broken compass nice yeah and this is like uh, they've been pulling up like chests and crates of stuff and this is they've been going through and grabbing like oh here's some food here's some building materials that we used to shore up the boat uh, but then you guys each pull out like oh here's a book like oh cool old sea shanties or like oh here's a weird sword 
and Billy's got a compass and opens the compass and goes, it's not pointing to anything. Uh. <laughs> Billy's holding it up to the sun. Yeah, like looking through it like it won't work. What does this point to? Maybe we just haven't found what it points to yet. <gasps> and you hear Caroline lean into Maggie and go, it's probably just broke. <laughs> these, these fucking assholes never seen a broken compass before. <laughs> Sometimes things don't work and then you have to fix them. Uh, even a broken compass is right twice times a day. <laughs> that's not true. That's never been true. And Ving fixes this. <laughs> Ever since he got those glasses, he's been real smug. <laughs> and stupider. <laughs> uh, so then we are going to undertake a perilous journey. Because now there are far fewer crew members than there were when you started. You guys are actually uh, needed to help with this stuff. <laughs> Damn it. So we're going to, one of you is going to scout ahead and one of you is going to navigate. So who's going to scout ahead? I can. You should. Because you got better eyes. I've got the binoculars mm-hmm. and I join Crow up in the mast again. Yeah. And Crow is uh, pretty sad. Oh. oh. I just can't believe that all those people I sailed with betrayed me. Do you want to talk about it? I do. Thank you. I just, you know, I've been feeling really unsure about my place on this ship, and I thought that if nothing else, I had, you know, a family. Oh. And it turns out that you can't trust everybody, and you're, can I trust you, Billy? You can trust me. Can I trust you? Yeah. Are you lying to me? No. I Look, I even brought you some beef jerky. And he snatches it out of your hand and shoves it in his mouth. Thank you, Billy. Um, I'm sorry about your family. It's really hard when you can't trust people. He throws the back of his hand up on his forehead. And he goes, oh, it's okay. Nobody worry about little old crow. I worry about crow. Really? Yes. Why do you think I wanted to come back up here? It's not because I like climbing. Look at me. The ropes barely hold my weight. And I don't have any upper body strength, but I wanted to come up here to hang out with you and to see how you're doing. Could you tell me that I'm smart? <laughs> Crow, you're, you're smart. You know so much about so many things, like the direction of the sky and what different clouds are like. You know uh, where the sun is and the moons are and the coronet. You know what, the, what, what to look for in the waves. You're really good at counting. <laughs> You have read so many books, and you have a great sense of style. I knew it. Thank you for confirming my own biases, Billy. You're welcome. I don't really want to scout ahead right now. Could you? Yes. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna sleep. Here, take my take my blanket. Wow, that was quick. Whoa! Holy <laughs> shit! It's a comfortable gosh. blanket. <laughs> wee 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 wee. Uh, yeah, okay, so for Navigate, or for Scout Ahead, ah! <laughs> ah! Ah! Uh, Billy, you're going to roll plus Wisdom. Okay, 2d6. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nine. Nine, okay, so on a nine, you choose one from this list. You get the drop on whatever lies ahead. You discern a beneficial aspect of the terrain, such as a shortcut, shelter, or tactical advantage. You make a capital D discovery, which is like cool stuff that you find. Uh, or you notice a sign of a nearby capital D danger. What was the second one? You discern a benefic- beneficial aspect of the terrain. Yeah, I want that one. Okay. Uh, then I will factor that in a moment after somebody decides to navigate. I'll navigate. I'm the boatman. Okay. So navigate is plus intelligence. Great. Six. <laughs> oh, oh no. fuck. Can I aid him? Yeah, you can try and aid. How is Tuck aiding? Um, I get... I, I, I don't, oh, how do you navigate on a ship? Well, I'm like doing the thing of making sure that everything, like the rudder's working, right? I'm doing more technical boat mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, and a lot of navigating is like looking at charts and like measuring where the sun is, the horizon, landscape stuff. Okay, yeah. Maybe like uh, sorting through the wreckage of the Clearwater, Tuck finds like a box of like charts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't know what the fuck this is, but I think Vin could probably use it. 11. So that makes it a 7 to 9. GM chooses one from the list. Oh, I choose one from the list below. Uh, so the choices are you happen upon a discovery missed by the scout. The going is slow. You wander off the course. The GM says which. Uh, or you encounter a danger. Whether or not you're surprised depends on whether the scout has the drop on it. Uh, okay, so we know that Billy's found 
a way to get to the four frost islands faster. We know that Ving is going to miss something. And let's figure out the food situation before we decide what that is. Yeah, and I think they put Tuck on it because they lost a lot of the those barrels of spaghetti overboard during the battle. Uh-huh. And Tuck now has to like physically defend the food stores. <laughs> oh, this is like he's like King Kong. I mean Donkey Kong. So there's a lot of people. It's like it's weird how okay everyone is with people just attacking me on a regular <laughs> basis. Because they're gonna put everything they got into it and just bounce off of you. Maggie's kind of just letting them like work out their energy against me. It's good training. It's good for them. It's good for him. <laughs> Everybody's had an exciting few days. It's yeah. good to just work off some steam. Tuck has popped a bottle of sabotage. <laughs> Caroline walks up, smashes it on the deck. No more. Pick a different bottle. <laughs> Maybe Ted's on duty, like making pancakes. Cause there's a ton of flour. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you're also like protecting Ted. Like leave Ted alone. Oh, and He's there's got a- an important job. And I'm also kind of protecting myself from Ted because he fucking <laughs> flies off the handle. But he's the only person that knows how to make pancakes. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> it's four ingredients. There's only a, like half a cup of syrup left, and Tuck wears it in a vial around his neck. <laughs> uh, yeah, Peanuts is like, I'm coming for that syrup. <laughs> and I'm like, come at me, bitch. <laughs> fucking dare you. You think you're sweet enough for this? Um, so yeah, basically this is going to determine how much of uh, Maggie's financial weight is going to go towards repairing the ship, buying food, or repairing the ship and buying food. Okay. Like whether or not you're going to have to work for some cash when you get to the Four Frost Islands. Okay. So roll it. 2d6 plus wisdom. 11. 11. <laughs> okay. This makes all sense. All food. Put it all into food. That's <laughs> Is awesome. Is that what happens? I get to decide? All food. You choose one from the list below. Careful management reduces the amount of rations consumed, or the party consumes the expected amount of food, and you prepare it in an ex- you pr- and the food you prepare is excellent. Describe <laughs> it, and everyone who licks their lips takes plus one forward. Hell yeah! Yeah! <laughs> I forgot about this move. Okay, yeah, let's do that second one because it's funny. Okay, <laughs> so this means that you're probably going to have to work for some cash when you get to the Four Frost Islands or work out some kind of trade, work for food kind of thing. So describe how the food is being prepared. I mean, I, mean, I guess it's like, it's Ted. Mm-hmm. It's Ted who's preparing. <laughs> okay. And he's making grand slams. He's like, it's like a, it's a stack of pancakes for every person. There's whipped cream on top. He got fresh berries from somewhere. Wow. Uh, and uh, there's like sausages on the side, thick ones, like bigger than you think you need. Uh, <laughs> uh, each one has like a heaping helping of hash next to it. Um, what else is breakfast? Orange juice. There's a there's coffee. a coffee. Yeah, there's fresh pressed coffee. Like that other ship had a lot of shit on it that they must have pilfered from like a Gordon Ramsay or Wolfgang Puck type <laughs> vessel. <laughs> is that what I was supposed to do? Yeah, describe how the food is. Describe it, and, and everyone that licks their lips. <laughs> that's everybody. <laughs> Takes plus one forward. Hell yeah! Stop. Enough. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. So yeah, everybody has a wild time eating like gourmet food from Ted, who is just an incredible chef. So one thing people are not hurting for is delicious food, but you come upon something on, let's say day seven of your trip to the four frost islands. What is it? The toilet's clogged. And it's weird because it's a t- it's a privy tube, so it means that solid matter has clogged up the tube in such a way. Um, yeah, it can either be something dangerous or something interesting. What's is it dangerous that it's clogging the toilet? <laughs> All our shit is sinking the ship. I mean, it definitely doesn't have to be like a game changing discovery. No. It could be that the toilets are clogged. <laughs> The toilets are clogged and nobody can poo, and we've been eating too much. That's why they're clogged. Yeah, <laughs> don't don't you see? We're eating grand slams at every meal. Maybe it is that people start getting sick. Oh yeah, oh. which is actually clogging the toilets. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a mystery illness. Yeah, maybe it's that people start getting like 
weirdly sick. <gasps> oh. Uh, okay, so yeah, on day seven, you hear peanuts from the brig. They get take, they get brought out and go like, don't fucking try anything, and you can eat food and you can hang out. But at night, we're putting you back in the brig, mm-hmm. uh, and everybody's asleep below decks, hanging in their hammocks. There's a ton of space now for everybody. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. But you hear peanuts going like, oh, oh. Keep it down over there. Oh, my, my Tom bud. <laughs> I feel fucking weird. <laughs> uh, Tuck goes over to her because he did make that deal where he was supposed to keep her safe or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like, peanuts, what are, it's, are you okay? No, my, I feel so bad, man. It sounds like you're faking. <laughs> <laughs> it really it does, but I'm not. I promise. What is it? Where is it hurt? What's, can you describe the quality of pain you're in? Inside and a lot. Here. And he, uh, Ving says, I know this is unorthodox, but it'll help. And he, he, um, it gives her some pipe, halfling pipe weed. Come inside and give it to me. <laughs> Absolutely not. Peanuts, <laughs> literally everything you're doing is making it seem like you're trying to escape from the brig. I think I, I promise that I'm not. Why are Tuck. you doing it like that? Peanut promises and <laughs> starts. Oh, no, someone but- unlock this door. <laughs> uh, okay, unlock the door and I'll stand guard. <laughs> and Peanuts is lying on her side in the brig, wrapped up in ropes. Okay. I told you, I'm not trying to escape. See, okay, now I see why. it. I can hear it now. Someone else is trying to escape. <laughs> Wait, is someone else escaping? Discern reality. <laughs> okay, duty six plus wisdom. Six. <laughs> oh, I, I, we're all aid because I'm coming down. Yeah, I, I came too. down from the mass because uh, crow's taking over night watch, and I'm like, "What is that sound?" <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was wicker. Wow! 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 Yeah. So Billy, you see peanuts lying on her side in the brig. Ving and Tuck are just kind of like looking. Everybody's starting to wake up. <laughs> Ving's got a pipe light, like lit up to her face. Just inhale it. Eight. Cool. Okay, that makes mine a seven. So you got one question. Uh, what is about to happen? I can can I can I a GM reveal something? Uh-huh. I have no idea. You know what I'm actually literally thinking it is? I'm thinking whatever this mysterious illness is, it makes them sound and seem super untrustworthy, <laughs> even though nothing is wrong. Do you guys have a better, more interesting idea for what this illness uh-huh. might manifest as? What if the illness is like you start seeing things that aren't there? Oh, maybe one of the crates that got pulled up that Ted mixed into the food was ghost root. Oh my god! So everybody on the ship's been eating ghost root for like five days. What? So what we're seeing is like elements of the spirit realm actually mm, that's, that's oh. hallucinations mm-hmm. so, so it cool. makes so much sense and then like the sweats and stuff like that and the tummy aches because yeah. remember when Tuck ate it your tummy right. felt bad totally yeah. yeah oh that's so great I felt like shit okay yeah so uh <laughs> so you, he's been grating it into the sauce <laughs> he's been yeah, like into the hash like his truffle yeah. he's like it's taking an, slices of it such a great umami taste <laughs> it, it does taste yeah, pretty good say, to be fair it's a delicious umami uh yeah so that's the peanuts is like ha ah, ha ah, oh my tummy hurts but and there's a big snake in here Ving does give her that halfling pipe weed. Mm-hmm. And she does. She takes a big inhale, holds it for a long time, blows it hard out her nose, and she calms down. Ving, you see him too, right? Who? The deer. And Ving puts his hand on his own chest. Uh, what, what do you mean? Which deer? And you, as you put your hand on your chest and you connect with the amethyst crystal geode inside, your perception shifts for a moment against your will. You feel like something royal in your stomach and then your vision clouds and standing before you is a magnificent golden 16 point elk. Hey, Vink. <laughs> Buck me. <laughs> and I think that's where we're going to end it for this week. <laughs> I'm your game master, Sean O'Hara. Joining me as always playing Tacoma Dome, the barbarian Abdul Aziz. So long, everybody. Playing Ving, the half-elf druid, Paul Oppers. Take care. And playing Fat Billy, the halfling thief, Jessica Ty. Bye, everyone.
Thank you to Aaron Reed for our intro and outro music, as always. And all of the original music uh, on the show has been composed by Aaron, which you can find on SoundCloud, uh, Speltler's SoundCloud account. Uh, thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and online and around the world. Thank you to you for listening. You can find us on the internet at Speltlore Most Places. We'll catch you next time. Bye. And so ends the tale of Adventures 3 Who tried the best they can Though dumb and scared and lost they be For times abreast in revelry And though our journey may be like a conclusion We will not leave you without a resolution Return next week to hear some more Whilst you commute or do your chores And for you I'd gladly